Hey, I just wanted to share a great example that I believe um, of collaboration within my professional network. I'm a big believer of adding value wherever I can and continue to be proactive around building um, long-term professional and business relationships. And so um, over the course of doing these interviews, um, chatting with a contact of mine, James, um, from Corporate Training Solutions Australia, which I've known for the past five years, um, he actually allows me to use um, his paid a business Zoom account to stream live to Facebook. Um, and so I just think it was a great example of collaboration, how we both came together um, for a good benefit. And he's, that's just the type of person he is. Um, and those are the type of people I'm, I'm, I'm looking for who believe in um, collaboration and um, helping other people out where they can for mutual benefit. Um, and so uh, Corporate Training Solutions Australia provides per- personal development courses um, and also everyday end user software skills. So I would highly recommend um, reaching out to them if this is something you know, you've been thinking about either for your company that you own or the one that you work for or a government department that worked with um, a range of, of government departments and companies um, in Australia and the Pacific and Southeast Asia. Uh, send them an email, info at cts training.com.au. Uh, James is a pretty good um a pretty good lad too. So um, if you want, send me a message. I can send you his, his, his personal mobile. G'day. It's uh, Malaki here again. Um, really enjoying these uh, catch-ups during the COVID-19 uh, self-isolation period and um, chatting with Kim Woolard today. Um, how are you going, Kim? Great. Thanks, Malaki. How are you? I'm very well. Um, yeah, it's it's been an interesting season, but um, I'm, I'm just blessed, I guess, that I can chat with people in my network, obviously family and friends, but, um, you know, within my professional network as well. Um, so, yeah, thank, thanks for taking the time out to chat today. Um, Absolute pleasure. So, you, so you've got a biz, uh, background in business. Uh, you've kind of been in business over the past 10 years, um, and you're currently the, the director of VE Assist. Um, so a local Brisbane-based company that provides... Uh, virtual assistant services um, and so what I know about you because we've known each other for about five years um, is that you're very successful on LinkedIn um, and you've you know used a bit of elbow grease a bit of hard work to uh, polish up the networking skills but you really believe in um, building professional relationships and um, growing your, your, your network um, so so yeah, link, link, LinkedIn right now, I think is, is, a, is a hot topic as well, like given the self-isolation. Uh, have you seen a, a surge of, of people using it or what's your interactions been on, on LinkedIn? Yeah, I, I really think that a lot of people are open to connecting um, much more at the moment. I think uh, with all the isolation, people are probably craving some more um, human contact and whether that's yes. on LinkedIn or Facebook or Zoom, like they're on. Um, I think, yeah, everyone's keen to to have a, a bit of a chat. And yes. LinkedIn, obviously, being a more professional platform, the conversations um, have been geared more around how how are you managing, how are you pivoting at the moment, um, and yeah, is there any way that we can help each other out? Yeah, I think. Um, it's uh, you know, helping your mate is a very typical Australian kind of attitude to have in a crisis like this. Yeah, and I think that's been just shining through on LinkedIn as well as as um, just in general. That's really good. 
Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, it's such a versatile tool. Like, um, I've heard like previous conversations around maybe LinkedIn's just sort of like an online resume. Um, you know, some sometimes I, like people don't see the value, but I guess it's far more than that, right? Um, you can literally use it to build like yeah. professional relationships in a virtual environment. So that's really good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, like I think um, because that's my approach is to to build genuine relationships. Um, those that I've reached out to who typically are used to using it as a resume or just to, to drum business um, tend to be a bit surprised and uh, sort of takes them a little bit to to warm up to the idea of we can just actually have a conversation <laughs> and get to know each other and see if there's any sort of um, you know if we resonate with what we're doing and we don't have to maybe um, have any transactional um interactions yeah. but just by getting to know each other and understanding not what each other does but why and how um yeah. I, i've heard it said you know uh, you'll only ever really meet five percent of the person network um the, yes. the other 95 percent um they can introduce to you uh, if they know what it is that you're looking for and and such so yeah Oh, that's yeah. I think you just hit the hit the nail on the head. It's it's very, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, there were, there was two things that kind of struck me when you were talking about sending a message to people. Right, I, I was trying to remember uh, when I first used LinkedIn quite a few years ago. Now, was the fear of trying to send a message to someone who I don't know, right? Um, and so I think you answered it quite amply that you know, literally a lot of people that you talk to, they're that either they, they won't respond or it's, it's, it's a favorable response. Like I think rarely I've ever had anyone come back because I don't know them say, I don't know you, what are you doing, right? Like, um, right. So, so from that point of view, like I, I guess the, the advice would probably be just start, right? Let's like just send as many messages as you, you can, I guess. Um, and, and you haven't really had a negative experience around that. It's probably a, a fair assumption. Yeah, and LinkedIn um, allows you to be quite, targeted so that uh, you can really narrow down the sorts of people that you're wanting to connect with, yeah. whether it's for professional or passion pursuit, um, or even if it's just people who have a similar mindset and, and approach, then you can narrow it down using all sorts of keywords. Um, yeah. And then you can go further to, you know, location, language, industry, yeah. um, profession and be very specific and then um, work through the profiles and, and pick out the ones that that jump out to you yep. and have the sort of language that you're looking for I like that yeah and be and, and like be very intentional with with what you're trying to achieve and yeah. I like what you said uh, just previously as well around um, you know the percentage of the people that you are going to meet in your network but part of the goal of messaging people is um, obviously to assist other people, but it's about um, mm. building a network, I guess you could say. So it's not, it's not one way. It's not transactional. It's like, Hey, can you help me? It's more of a dialogue and trying to build a relationship and maybe yeah. in a week or a month or a year or years later, um, it, you, you may become front of mind and you, by that point it might be relevant to refer. So I like, what, I like yeah. those tips you were giving around LinkedIn. <laughs> Very handy. <laughs> Not, not a problem. So just changing gears a little bit, um, you know, given the COVID 
uh, economic shutdown. It sounds like it's kind of being lifted a little bit, but um, how, how have you been adjusting, I guess, to the new normal, you and your business? Yeah, so I was fairly fortunate. It's not been as much of a change for me as it's been for many others. Um, I already work from home, and so that was already set up for me. And I was familiar with Zoom meetings and um, other online um, interactions. So it definitely um, wasn't as big an adjustment as it has been for some other people. I guess for me, it's, um, uh, you know, the time management and making time for, uh, you know, getting on the phone with, with my sister or... Um, <laughs> or whatever, so that um, I still do have those those touch points socially, that's been important. Um, yep. But yeah, work-wise, it's actually not been as much of an adjustment as I know it's been for quite a lot of other people. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it has a lot of the people that I've spoken to as well, um, working from home situation, they kind of already were doing it already. Um, yeah. And so maybe the impact hasn't necessarily been with them personally, but people within their industry, like clients or vendors, um, or partnerships that they have. So just navigating that. The one thing I did hear was there's been a lot more Zoom meetings. So I think the trick is uh, how, how do you how do you fit all the Zoom meetings into one day and not get exhausted? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need a, a bottle of water by you so that you can um, <laughs> have a drink between meetings. <laughs> Yeah, no, Definitely. it's a very interesting season. Um, but um, mm. I, I wanted to ask, um, I, I guess, a thought-provoking question, or um, I'm a very sort of mm. personal person, I guess. And so, you know, um, one of the questions I wanted to ask was, you know, um, part of, you know, you growing up or your um, upbringing, like where, where did you grow up? How, how did any of that shape, um, obviously, who you are today, but just like leading through this season, this COVID season, um, like you're saying, um, you know, your business or your, your professional side um, maybe not impacted too much, but just dealing obviously with, you know, um, friends, family, other associates and stuff like that. Yeah. How's that like kind of informed your, your, your view, I guess? Yeah, um, absolutely. So um, uh, growing up, um, particularly my, my younger years, um, my family and I did move a fair bit. So we yep. started off in Brisbane. Yep. Um, and my dad was a, a doctor, started off um, in working in hospitals and wow. uh, he'd always had a, a passion and desire to to serve overseas um, and be a missionary. So, good. so um, his, his training, his medical training was all geared towards what is going to be most benefit in that scenario. So... Um, we moved to um, Ipswich for a short time and then um, down to Melbourne. My parents went to um, missionary training school. Um, so that was a big adjustment. We've got photos of me with, um, you know, woolen beanie and gloves and <laughs> the thickest jacket that you could see and <laughs> Wellington boots. And, um, <laughs> so definitely a change in climate. Um, uh, and I guess um, it wasn't difficult for me. There was other kids for other missionary families that were in training. So um, 
got to play with them all day while mum and dad did <laughs> what they were doing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we moved to Tanzania and oh, wow. were there for three and a half years. Um, and so that's where um, it was a, a village hospital that dad worked in uh, for that time. And Amazing. that's, yeah, yeah, it was, um, I'd say that that was a really uh, shaping experience for me, even though I was quite young, it yeah. allowed me to um, realise that the world um, exists beyond <laughs> the, the comfort that currently live in and the um the way that society works here in australia yep um be, being sensitive to different cultures different ways of life um different priorities um one of the the things that we often laugh about is near time um it's <laughs> oh it's, yes <laughs> Yeah, it, it's quite different. It's, you know, you don't have a meeting at two o'clock. You have a meeting um, at two o'clock and people will arrive anywhere from, you know, 8.30 a.m. till two o'clock the next day. <laughs> so it's, it's, um, it's a lot more casual in that sense. So <laughs> you've got to be, um, yeah, you just got to roll with the punches and um, I guess that, that whole kind of lifestyle really taught my family and I the value of um, relationships and it doesn't really matter whether they arrive at the time that you thought they were going to, it make them the time that you have with them. Wow. Um, and yeah, so I did uh, grade one in Tanzania and then we moved back to Australia, um, lived in Ipswich for a little while and then back to Brisbane and I've lived in Brisbane ever since. Um, yeah, I've done a, a little bit of traveling of my own since then. Um, late high school and, and um, tertiary, I uh, went on a, a mission trip to Zambia and um, spent a month over there. Wow. And um, yeah, it was, it was amazing on the way back. We stopped in at um, Victoria Falls, and that was that was an incredible experience being there. Wow! Um, and then a few years after that, I uh, went to the Solomon Islands and um, travelled around the islands with a lady who'd lived there for I think it was you know twenty years or so. So she was wow. very much considered a local. Yes. Um, and was able to show us that that aspect, um, what it's actually really like to live there. And so that was, yeah, it was, it was, it was very eye opening. And um, as much as the, the people are just, they're beautiful and um, the, the way of life is so different. It gave me an enormous appreciation for Australia as well. And um, how, how fortunate we are really yeah we can we can sometimes get into the 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 grumbling of different uh, different situations but really on the whole we're very very lucky 100 percent. yeah that's wow thanks so much for sharing um yeah the the tanzania time actually that i, I can I, I i think i can relate because there is a 
my, yeah. my background, Pacific Island, there's there's a thing like a Samoan time or Fijian time, which is yes. similar. Yeah. Like you say a time and it's literally like three or four hours later. I haven't heard that's of the next right. day though, yeah. so that's like pretty extreme. <laughs> that's that, that's that's yeah. next level, but um, I, I had to laugh to myself with that. It's, that's definitely a thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but that, that's... I think look. from a Western society. Oh, sorry, Malaki. I was oh, just going to say, coming from a Western society where we are ruled by our, our watches and at the time, it's, um, yeah, it's a bit of an adjustment. It's, it's hard to get your head around, right? Like something that you're so used to and you just, everyone's sort of governed by, then all of a sudden, yeah, you just throw that out the window and, oh, what is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the one thing, the one thing I was sort of just thinking about, you know, um, as you're explaining like all of that is yeah it, it would appear that you're, you're probably pretty flexible you know given um the, the 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 places that you've been to um and obviously during like growing up in childhood mm. stuff like that which forms us all as, as adults um yeah. yeah just that was sort of the one word that just came was was flexibility right um and so I'm, yeah. i mean it's something you can learn anywhere but it's, it's, i think there's something special about you know living in a different country uh, especially that young especially totally different to australia um yeah. would that be an accurate uh assumption <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um one thing that i've actually come to realize over the years is that um it's given me a, a different appreciation um or i guess um, I value different things than yep. um, there may be some other people. So uh, because we moved quite a lot, the we as a family we always had the um, the mentality of well, wherever we're staying, that's home. So even if we're on a, a two week holiday um, or on a driving holiday and we're just staying in a motel overnight, um, that's home for that time. And it doesn't really matter where it is because as long as you're with your loved ones, yes, then, then, then it's all fine. And that's that's kind of your grounding rather than the physical possessions or yep. or the physical house. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I think you're right. Being able to adapt to new situations, being able to um, uh, recognize the differences in people and uh, work work around that, not being um, not thinking that everyone has to conform to the way that I think things should be done, or or that um, society seems to dictate. So, being able to yeah adapt to new situations fairly quickly and easily, and um, take them in my stride, um, but also finding a way to make the most out of any situation, whether yeah. you're um, you know, on a, on a ship in the Solomon Islands with no air conditioning and um, extreme heat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, you know, there's always things that you can find that, um, that you can appreciate and, and make the best out of whatever, whatever happens, which may even be why um, the, the COVID situation hasn't really had much of a negative impact on me because right. um, it's that that attitude of um, well, so this is what what we're faced with, um, yeah. and you you can choose 
which way you're going to deal with it um yeah. and it's, it's making that choice to to be flexible and to say well i can't actually do that but while i'm here what can i do and um yeah i think a lot of people are probably finding that at the moment that you can yeah. either sit there and grumble or you can yeah. um you can find find ways to enjoy it and and be productive and uh, make the most of it right now 100 percent. no i love that um yeah I, I actually heard something recently i think it was from gary vanishuk maybe he was talking about um like try and enjoy this situation that we're, that we're in like you know in 18 months or 24 months when supposedly we go back to whatever it is that will be normal then it's yeah. it, we probably reflect back and go man that was a fun like you know two months or three months yeah. or you know how did i how did i use that to to you know enjoy some of the things that um you know you can't normally do like binge watching netflix or having a, <laughs> a, little, a little bit of extra food when you know oh, i probably shouldn't like what, what he basically what he was saying is let's not build, beat ourselves up too much which i thought was a was, was a was a good spin on it um yeah i think sometimes we can be a bit too hard on ourselves but you know like you're saying the situation it is what it is with us and how do, how do we make the best mm. of it mm. yeah exactly um i was also thinking the other day um <laughs> on facebook when you you hear different people's comments and and how they're managing the situation. It prompted me to think of um, you know those illusion pictures. Um, there's that really popular one where you look at it and some people see an old lady and other people look at it and see their young lady. Yeah. Um, just because of how it's drawn, you can see either, and um, it's it supposedly uh, reflects how you how you view the world or what what you are drawn to so yeah i think that's a really good strategy that some people will naturally um look at whatever situation and see what they can they can make from it yeah turn lemons into lemonade yeah yes i love that yeah <laughs> Uh, very very wise words you also um i think you strike me as a person who doesn't like the cold i think you've mentioned twice now oh the cold is a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no i tend to feel the cold quite quickly um i typically oh well, i've got a pair of gloves in the car um that i go for a walk each morning and they're in the car because i, I won't cope if i don't have them on um, and for quite a while, I also had a, a pair of fingerless gloves next to my computer at home where I'd work so that, um, as I'm working, I can have those gloves on. Smart. But very yeah. smart. <laughs> and very prepared for any situation, sounds like. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> hey, I've really yeah. enjoyed our time today. Um, thanks so much, yeah, just for sharing. Um, some insights into LinkedIn, obviously, and you know how you're um, traveling through the season. And I guess just as some departing comments or final remarks, um, is, is there anyone that's watching this from either my network or your network um, who could um, assist you in this time, either business or professional focus or any other focus? Yeah. Yeah, well, I suppose um, with my business be assist, we provide um, admin and business operations and customer service support 
for small business owners uh, where the business is in growth mode and to allow them to scale um, effectively without it um, costing them a huge investment. Um, they're the sorts of people that, that we work best with. So um, other, other businesses that might also work with those, those um, sorts of small businesses uh, would also be valuable to connect with um, and you know, partner with, uh, I guess, in terms of like bookkeeping or social media marketing, copywriting, graphic design, um, legal assistance, um, yeah, all, all that, that kind of thing. So those sorts of people would be really, really beneficial. Excellent. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess um, anyone who's um, looking for the kind of support that we provide, um, that, that would also be uh, a worthwhile connection, um, whether or not we're the best fit. Um, I'm building a network of um, other virtual assistants who provide complementary services. So if um, something that um, anyone in our networks is wanting, but um, my team and I aren't able to provide or aren't the best fit, then I'm more than likely able to point them in the right direction of someone who is um, a good Excellent. fit and who I trust. Excellent. That's really good. Yeah. I've, uh, I've also um, included the website um, just in the Facebook page, uh, okay. post, sorry, LinkedIn and YouTube. Um, so definitely feel free to reach directly out to Kim or send me a message as well. I can uh, facilitate an introduction. Um, but yeah, th thanks for catching up, Kim. Uh, really appreciate that. Thanks for <laughs> All the best with uh, yeah, the, up. the COVID season. Yeah. And uh, chat again soon. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Malaki. Talk Take to care. You later. Thank you. See ya.